Hi everyone, thanks for joining again in um, in this podcast. Um, this one was a bit uh, last minute, uh, but it doesn't mean that it is unprepared because it's a subject that I've been uh, reading about, writing about, and been talking about uh, for many years, uh, although my original background is in environment. Uh, environment and health are often very much related, and I've been in many panels and and um, and other events uh, where I've been uh, been talking about this, and I know quite a few experts in this field as well. So um, what I wanted to do is uh, to reflect a bit on an enormous body of research of of of, of many many decades, uh, which proves over and over again that there are relatively easy steps you can you can make, relatively easy changes you can make in your life um, that guarantee or at least um, usually increase your chances of living longer and living happier and healthier and especially um, living longer in good health and uh, that that avoids that for many years you continue to live but you're not really in, in very good health and there's there's uh, an enormous amount of research here and uh, one of the good parts is that many of these changes are relatively easy it it just asks a little bit of discipline and a little bit of knowledge but both of them are not very much basically what it asks for is just change your lifestyle a little bit here and there if you become really fanatic you can you can make it you know the aim in your life to really really go for the maximum um, extending of your period um, that you're alive on this planet but if you are uh, like most people uh, you can just uh, change some of your behavior and that already can can lead to to a longer life uh, a longer lifetime so uh, let's uh, let's start with and most of these are actually obvious I mean, many of these you 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 have heard about before but you have not implemented them in your lifestyle or maybe you have implemented some of them you but you might maybe make a renewed effort to do a little bit more and it doesn't ask too much um, from you. So one of the categories to start with is uh, food, food and drink, I should say. And uh, if you're if you do your shopping like most people in a supermarket, one of the easy rules of thumb is just avoid all kinds of things that are very much processed. Uh, often these are the things that you find as being wrapped in plastic. Um, what happens is that a lot of the by this processing, a lot of the nutritional nutritional value of the food is 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 taken away. And another thing, what they do is that the the energy density is is very much increased. So there's much more calories um, for for the amount of food uh, that you are buying. So uh, it is it is higher in energy, and it is it is in many ways less healthy. So instead, buy uh, just fresh and whole ingredients. So uh, that is that is also good uh, for maintaining a good weight. So what should you do next time you're in the supermarket? Uh, buy some more vegetables. When you buy bread, don't take this this refined uh, white bread, but uh, take whole grains or uh, rye bread or or 
uh, bread that is less processed. Um, if you do eat uh, meat and fish, uh, go for the leaner meats. Uh, eat 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 less meat. Try to avoid the the the, the red meat altogether. Uh, you can eat a bit of fish unless you feel sorry for the fish like I do and I, I don't eat any fish or try not to. Sometimes I end up once or twice in a year in a situation that it becomes very impolite if I would refuse to do so. Um, but fish is actually from, from a health perspective uh, is, is good to eat. Um, and uh, do uh, do eat fruit and nuts and 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 use uh, the healthy kind of uh, of of oil. Uh, fruit don't overeat it. At the end of the day, there's sugar in there as well. Especially how the fruits are uh, have, been, have been changed over over time. Um, but uh, you can uh, eating about five pieces of fruit a day is is a good rule. Nuts don't overeat on nuts, but but let's say one one hand of nuts some 25 grams uh, would be would be great um so uh eating uh, seven or more portions of fruit and vegetable a day um can uh, lower your risk of 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 premature deaths by 42 percent said one of the studies of course for each of these studies you can you can you can debate the numbers and 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 how it was calculated etc but it is an indication that eating more fruit and vegetable is better for you and actually it tastes really good and if there's vegetables in there that you don't like too much um, just uh, make a, a smoothie out of it take a good uh, buy a good blender and just throw your banana and apples and all kinds of nice uh, tasting stuff in there and if you would add a bit of raw broccoli, for instance, that's very healthy, but not at all edible if, if you eat it raw, uh, you don't taste it. And it's still a way that you can get it in. It's a very easy way to get enough uh, fruit and vegetable by making a smoothie out of it. Yeah, and then the meat that I already uh, mentioned. Um, if you substitute 3% of your daily calories from, from animal protein by plant protein, uh, that is associated in a study with a lower risk or for death from all kinds of causes. And um, there was a 34% drop in one study when participants uh, changed uh, the processed red meat um, for plant protein. And a 19% decrease when they replaced eggs. It doesn't mean, by the way, that you shouldn't eat eggs at all, but... On average, every other day, one egg, uh, that, is, that is a good rule of thumb. Uh, plant protein, it's, uh, especially when you're, let's say, above 50, it's, it's important that you do eat enough proteins. Many people don't have enough proteins in their food. An easy way is just to, um, to buy plant protein powder and just uh, add that to this very same smoothie that I, that I just mentioned. It's a very easy way to get enough fruit and enough vegetables and enough protein in in just one uh, one action every day to put it all together. Um, you need about 40 grams every day of protein. And most people maybe maybe need, need a bit more. It depends a bit on your weight. Uh, but most people don't have enough. So one scoop of, of protein in, in, in a shake is uh, another 15 grams or so. Um, so... Uh, Eating more healthy is 
is is associated with less Alzheimer's as well, so so less uh, cognitive decline. Um, and what and they they found that, for instance, in this uh, famous uh, blue zones uh, study that you probably heard about. Um, and one of the examples is on 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 um, on the islands of Mediterranean or around Mediterranean, people eat a diet that is high in vegetables and beans and fruits and nuts and uh and much lower in in meat and dairy especially if you compare it to what let's say the average american is eating and i'm addressing the americans here because i know uh, i'm talking here to you from ottawa and uh, i know that europe is asleep by now um and uh so i mentioned beans already so eating beans and pulses is important um so you 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 need to get enough of those in there and i i know that many people and i'm one of them i always find that a bit more difficult i find it easy to eat more fruit and i think vegetables is doable as well as the beans and pulses i always have to to force myself a bit to uh to use these i i found here that since i moved to to canada that there's a lot of um prepared meals that are not so much processed but they're what, what do you call that pre-prepared and packed uh, that include beans or what you can do for instance is buy lentils and, and make lentil soup which is which is lovely and it tastes nice and it's easy to to make so also you can you can use chickpeas and and uh, use black beans and kidney beans and soybeans you can throw them in the salad for instance salads is of course really good um or buy hummus you can use hummus uh, also for lunch and just just use it on on bread and uh, so in hummus or soups or salads uh, there's lots of possibilities to uh, to eat more more beans i say on the top of my head i don't have all the details in front of me but i, I think you need about 200 grams uh, per day of of these um and on drinks, um, the good news is uh, coffee is not bad for you. Uh, of course, everything I say is with moderation, but you can uh, you can drink coffee, but don't throw uh, sugar in it and don't do all kinds of, of cream in it. Um, and if you use milk, try to switch to non-dairy milk. And I've tried a lot of these non-dairy milks. By far the best is uh, oat milk and then some oat milks that say barista or whatever on it are specifically designed for for in the coffee um, these are better than dairy milk and it's also better for uh, for the cows um, uh, they have a better life and it's also better for the environment so there's a lot of reasons to do that but you can uh, drink coffee and uh, it's actually the the uh, american heart association uh, found that consuming coffee whether it's caffeinated or, or decaf, uh, was associated with a lower risk of mortality. So actually, it is good for you. Now, the other drink that you might uh, expect me to talk about is, of course, alcohol. Um, I find there, in everything that I read about it, um, it's, it is not 100% the same story in all the studies. Um, but basically, drinking too much is definitely bad for you. It's bad for your health. It's also bad for uh, the risk of addiction with all kinds of, of social um, impact as well on family life and, and losing your friends, uh, etc. So don't drink too much. But the, the question is, what shall you drink? If you look in these these famous uh, blue zone uh, studies like again the mediterranean they found out that if you drink 
moderately alcohol that is let's say one glass of wine for women and sometimes defined as two glasses of wine for men and you drink that regularly um, for in some groups that showed a lower chance of uh, mortality so this is not a plea to if you're not drinking al alcohol to start alcohol but you probably don't have to feel too guilty if you drink a little bit I was saying there's a bit of different studies here because recently I also read um, and and actually in the past few years but that's a relatively recent movement in the past few years I see increasingly studies that say well it's better not to drink any alcohol at all so since I'm not the expert um, but I'm somebody that reads a lot about it I would say be either moderate with alcohol one or two glasses a day and uh, and then um, uh, or maybe don't drink at all I guess that is my personal guess is that is better so the way I changed it in my life is that during the week I don't drink alcohol I only drink alcohol on Friday Saturday and Sunday and never more than two glasses so my maximum is six glasses a week and when uh, a couple of years ago a doctor asked me how much I drank in a kind of regular checkup and I said it's six glasses per week she was perfectly happy and I said isn't that too much and she said well we don't even ask any questions if you say 10 or lower so I guess I'm on the right side here um, an easy way to moderate both food and drink is very simple just use smaller plates and smaller glasses um, so you probably have them in, at home just for your lunch uh, and dinner and for your, your drink. Just take a smaller one. And uh, there's one research that said that um, in families that change their plates from a 12-inch plate, uh, which is ridiculously big for me as a European, but they, when they changed it to a 10-inch plate, um, it resulted in uh, these people eating 23% less. That is maybe the, very, the easiest way you can reduce your, your intake. Um, now, uh, I said in the beginning, um, um, welcome Joshua and somebody else that joined, by the way. I said in the beginning that most of these kind of changes you can make in your life are easy. Now, there's, there's, and all of these that I mentioned are easy. Just throw your fruit and vegetable in a blender, uh, be a bit moderate uh, with alcohol. You don't have to stop completely. Maybe use some smaller plates, etc. But this one I find is difficult. I've, I've read a few times about this in this uh, study in Okinawa. Okinawa so that's um, a, a, a Japanese island. Anybody that knows about history, it's the Second World War, knows about Okinawa, of course. Um, uh, people in Okinawa, they eat only 80% instead of 100%. So they eat 80% uh, of what you should eat to feel full. And they call this uh, Hara Hachibu. And uh, it is a healthy practice. And uh, it, it, it is seen as one of the ways to uh, increase longevity. I personally find this, of all the tips and advices of living longer, I find this uh, uh, one of the most difficult ones. Because when I'm 80% full, I still want to keep eating. So I've I've tried it a few times, uh, but uh, for me, this is uh, a really difficult one. Now, there's, there's a lot of more easy ones uh, to mention. Uh, another easy one is, of course, 
uh, don't smoke. And uh, that is not, I'm not saying this lightly. I am myself 56 and I've seen uh, quite, I'm getting at the age that I see people dying around me. And I, I know that when you're in your 70s and 80s and 90s, you see that much more. Um, but it is not unheard of in, in, in the group of people I hang out with that are in their 50s and 60s. Um, and there is a remarkable high percentage of smokers in those that, uh, that don't make it. And yes, it's lung cancer. Um, so if you smoke, try, try to stop because it is not worth giving your life up for smoking. It's an unhealthy habit. Uh, and it's quite uh, uh, irritating for uh, friends that are in the neighborhood. Um, on the good side, I see less and less people in my surroundings um, uh, smoking. So this was all about food, well, and a bit about smoking uh, and drinks. Uh, but a next, another one that is easy to change in your life, if you just change your lifestyle a little bit, is moving. There's all kinds of studies, there's, there's probably thousands of them, uh, that show that if you just move a little bit, uh, it, it, it really risks your uh, risk for diseases like heart disease or even cancer or psychological diseases like, like, like Alzheimer's or, or even anxiety. Um, if you just move like 30 minutes a day, and that is... Um, it doesn't mean that you have to be in a gym or something. Uh, it can just be 30 minutes of walking or, uh, let's say, brisk walking. Uh, anything that you do more than that is, is most welcome. Uh, if, you, uh, if you do it more fanatic and you really go to a gym or you go for a run instead of a walk, um, I suppose that's all good. But there's a big change between not moving at all and, uh, and just moving 30 minutes. So one of the ways uh, to do that is just get a dog. Um, if you have a dog and you have to walk it every day, you, it is, um, it's, it's hard not to walk half an hour if you, uh, every day if you have a dog. So um, uh, that is, that's an easy way to do it. Or uh, park your car a bit further away from your work and then walk those 15 minutes to work and, and, and walk back those 15 minutes and you already have made uh, 30 minutes of, of movement. Um, so find a reason uh, to go, go out. If you don't have a reason, then just build it in your pattern. For instance, in the morning, get up, walk for half an hour and only then uh, take your breakfast. Um, so going out every day is, uh, is, is really good to do. And for me living in, in Ottawa, that is a challenge in the winter because it is bitterly cold and it is slippery and there's, there's a lot of snow and ice and it's dark. And, uh, I find that, uh, a bit, uh, a bit difficult to do. Um, but it's, um, if you, if you don't live so far north, uh, then, uh, then you should be able to do it, which brings me to another one. Uh, and that is enjoying nature. Um, it is, uh, there's, there's so many studies that are saying that spending time in nature uh, is good for you for a lot of reasons, um, especially spending time amongst trees. And that is maybe a bit surprising, 
Um, but it's 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 proven in several studies that spending time in nature, if you define it as trees, as a forest or a park with trees, is even better for you than just going to a park that is just grassland. Uh, there's a lot of uh, talk about it, why that is the case, but it 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 clearly comes out. So it's it's uh, it's good against stress. Uh, uh, it's good against, uh, or to, it can cure anxiety and depression. Um, it's it's proven to um, improve your creativity, and all the friends uh, that I know of that have had a burnout, they all got a very simple advice on top of other advices from their doctor, and that was just go for a walk. And in the beginning, it's for them even a challenge just to make a small walk. Um, and uh, and that is something that, don't take it lightly, I've, the, the people that I've seen that got a burnout were normally highly functioning people that had a big network and were, were very serious about the work, etc. And I've seen them suddenly break apart and not being able to do anything. The good part is that all of them, without an exception, I saw them completely back in, in good health, uh, but it does take, uh, does take some time. So walking in nature is good for you. And like so many of these advices, it is nice to do. And you can just feel that this is a natural thing to do. You, we, we are, you know, when we were still living in caves, we were, <laughs> we were spending 24 hours a day in nature. Um, so it's good to, to have nature around you. It's also good to have... Uh, plants around you in uh, in the room where you're sitting because somehow it 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 feels like you're a bit closer to nature. Now, so we we spoke about uh, not smoking. We spoke about food. Spoke about spoke about drink. Spoke about moving. All really easy changes that you can make in your life. Now, there's a, a whole set of other ones um, that. Um, how do I, let's say as a heading spiritual, but that's, that sounds a bit, that's maybe not a good, good, um, good type uh, to, to not, not, not a good heading for this chapter. But um, what I, where I want to go to is um, out of these uh, blue zone studies, one of the things that, uh, that, uh, that, that came out over and over again is that if people have a purpose in life, uh, you live longer. And so, for instance, the most likely demographic to live past 100 is women who have had children after 40. Um, so uh, you need a reason to get up every morning. And that is important for those people that at a certain moment stop, uh, stop their regular work, stop going to the office because to go is a retirement make sure that you have a purpose in life. And that doesn't have to be that you want to win the next Nobel Prize or that you want to become the president of your country or something, um, but find some kind of purpose uh, that you want to live for. And that can often be other people or uh, taking care of your dog, which was another advice, you have to walk that dog. Um, another one that falls under the same chapter is, um, habits that release your stress because if you're in chronic stress if you don't find time to 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 wind down and just whatever watch netflix or walk in that forest that i just mentioned 
uh, or get on your bicycle or just just sleep or hang out but um, uh, get rid of stress because uh, if you have chronic stress you, it's it's no problem if you have stress for a few weeks because you have an exam coming up or something else uh, but if you have chronic stress uh, you get inflammations and um, uh, and it's it's the foundation for every age-related disease so including uh, things like Alzheimer's and, and dementia so what they found with these people in those blue zones where a, a remarkable high percentage of the people are uh, centenarians are older than 100 years old um, they found that they have ways to to manage stress on a daily basis um, so I mentioned the one glass of wine uh, or there may be two glasses of wine that is typically you find back in uh, in Sardinia where this is one of those blue zones where at about five o'clock uh, people sit down with a glass of wine and they chat with their friends and their family and they discuss the things of the day um, that is an example but you can also uh, look at for instance some people that have built these elements into their religion or into the way that they have organized their their community but where where people do uh, do take a step back some people uh, call it uh, yoga or it is uh, time for meditation or mindfulness uh, or for other people it is uh, prayer um, and for somebody else, it is just uh, walking your dog uh, or go with some friends to a cafe. But this kind of downshifting, that is typically something that, that comes back in, in all of these uh, different studies that have been done. And moving from there, it's a small bridge to, and I, I already mentioned this a little bit, um, going to, um, uh, to a a the, the point of community of friends having friends and family um, one thing where where this appeared for instance is this famous harvard study where they followed for i think it's now about 70 or 80 years a group of men i have no idea why only men but uh, they started with uh, a large group of men that they followed all their lives from uh, when they they were i don't know about five years old i think uh, basically all their lives. I think most of them have died by now. Only in a very late stage, they also included uh, the women, their women that they were married uh, to. Um, but one of the things that uh, that really stuck from that that study about happiness uh, of, of those people was also um, uh, the importance of having friends and family. And another major one uh, from this study is also the one that I already mentioned about alcohol, how much alcohol can destroy um, not only physically but also also socially. Um, so having good social connections is associated with reduced levels of, of uh, the stress ho hormone uh, cortisol. And it also means that you sleep better and that leads also together to a reduced risk of, of heart disease. Um, and it's also related to what I already mentioned, uh, the cognitive decline. Um, so uh, having this, this, this community, having friends around you really helps. And again, in these uh, blue, blue zones, uh, that is typically something that, uh, without exception, uh, plays a role in all of those blue zones where such a high percentage of people 
uh, gets older than than a hundred. So there was a study done um, by the the Brigham Young University in um, uh, in Utah, and they followed uh, some three hundred thousand people for for about seven or eight years, and they found that the mortality risk associated with loneliness exceeded those associated with obesity or physical inactivity and they were similar to those associated with smoking so smoking is basically just as bad for your health as being lonely and i think that's a, a stunning research i think a lot of people are not are not aware of this so um and, and a question i have for myself is whether um, the increased use of social media, um, especially in days of the pandemic, whether that counts as um, a kind of social behavior or not, and how that would would people that are completely lonely and sitting somewhere, let's say, isolated on an island without internet, would they suffer more from this loneliness than somebody that uh, is uh, whatever the uh, the man operating a lighthouse on a further isolated um, uh, island uh, all on his own uh, would but that person would have internet would that person be less lonely and I also wonder how that would work uh, with prisoners for instance so another one in uh, that is a bit related here um, to a few things that are already mentioned is uh, find a new hobby or join a group become member of uh, a walking club or become member of uh, a book club or uh, whatever the the um, uh, work in a garden at, uh, with with some friends together um, so uh, become become part of of uh, some kind of some kind of group uh, or what you could also do is get involved in your community just do volunteering work um, the it, it seems that the cities that are uh, known to be happy cities where a large percentage of the people say that they are happy they also have a high community engagement and they also have created the kind of city environment that that fosters a lot of social connections so get involved do more volunteer work that is uh, related to this but that is in in separate studies also one that uh, pops out um, making new friends um, and one where a lot of these things come together is uh, cultures where um, people sit down to eat a meal with family and friends together so for instance in in, in the culture where i come from in in the netherlands uh, every day you sit down at breakfast with your family and uh, and you eat your breakfast together and that is um i was that's how i grew up and dutch children uh win year after year uh this in this annual survey of the happiest children in the world they're all the happiest people in the world are found in finland but the happiest children in the world are every year dutch children and, and of course they research why and there's a lot of reasons it's like uh early uh early independence uh, having your bicycle so you just go on your own on very safe roads uh, to your friends so a lot of independence 
uh, being taken very serious uh, by 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 parents, uh, getting getting a lot of responsibility early on. But one of the aspects that came out of it was this uh, communal eating that already starts with breakfast. And I was stunned when I was twenty. I went for the first time in my life uh, to America. I went went backpacking for two months in uh, in the U.S. And, and I went all across the country and I slept as much as possible with people that I met because I didn't have much money. And in, in the families where I sometimes was, was part of uh, for, for a brief period, I was amazed to see that people don't have breakfast together. Um, this, of course, not only about breakfast, it's also about how you, you organize the rest of your, uh, of your dinner, um, of your, your food, your lunch and your, your dinner. Now, another one... Um, and I, I'm, I'm going much longer than I was planning to do, but, but since I'm, I'm on a roll here, um, get enough sleep. You really need uh, this, this. Everybody always speaks about eight hours of sleep. And then you, you hear, when you sit together with friends and talk about it, you hear a lot of bragging by other people. Oh, I only need five hours of sleep. I only need six hours of sleep. Well, that's actually rather stupid. From all kinds of research, um it's 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 proven over and over again that it's important that you really take um let's say somewhere between seven and a half and eight or even nine hours of sleep if your body indicates that you need those nine hours um people that sleep only six hours a night are 30 percent less happy than people that sleep uh, a normal amount of let's say about seven and a half hours um so uh it there's all kinds of stories about intermittent sleeping and 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 whatever winston churchill sleeping one hour during the day which made it possible for him to sleep only a few hours at night etc um but from all kinds of studies where they really people keep people in the lab and study what happens to your body it is proven over and over again that it's good to to sleep uh, for eight hours so uh, there was a study, for instance, some 15 years ago uh, that showed that with each additional 90 minute cycle of deep sleep, and you probably heard about these 90 minute cycles, uh, you uh, receive more and more of the kind of hormones that you need to build up at night. So uh, in, in, in other words, uh, there are increasing uh marginal benefits of sleep and and uh so the hours between the seventh and even the ninth hour of sleep that most people just don't get they are really really powerful so it's 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 good to uh, to have deep sleep um and uh i i read somewhere that that an expert said so there's a there's a reason that all bodybuilders and super intellectual people that i know are obsessed with sleep uh, because sleep works wonders so the the most clever and the strongest people in the world they really sleep as much as they can um a last one i want to mention is uh your religion and and spirituality in in the, and i'm referring back to this uh, blue zone um study uh, where where such a high percentage of the people reaches the age of 100. Um, all of these people were part of a religious community. And it doesn't say that one religion is better than the other, but being part of a 
religious community, a community with some shared values um, that's, uh, that has proven that uh, people that pay attention to their spiritual side, they have lower rates of cardiovascular disease and they have less depression, they have less stress, uh, there's lower percentage of suicide. Um, even their immune systems uh, seem seem to work better. So uh, adherence to a religion and a religion you can define quite quite broadly um, that that allows uh, these people to somehow relinquish the, the stress of every day, um, and that all leads to uh, living longer. Um, so th those were. Uh, I think I, I announced this uh, as uh, 10 uh, points. Um, I think while I was talking, I must have mentioned at least uh, 20 of them. Um, but perhaps there are questions or comments. Um, but And, and, and then, then please uh, raise your hand or uh, press on the, on the call-in button. But the main point I want to make is with all of these kind of changes in your life, uh, it is so easy to do it, except for the 80% eating, which I find really a difficult one. But for all of those other ones, um, you can just, uh, it's its easy. Next time you're in the supermarket, just buy, um, uh, buy a little bit more healthy food. And uh, when you go to the office, park your car a bit further away and, and, and walk the last 15 minutes. And, or um, uh, go, go out walking in nature. Um, uh, all these advices together mean that you will live a longer and a healthier and a happy life. And it is, it's a small investment and you don't have to tick all the boxes. Um, maybe you should, but uh, I'm not doing it. But I try to, once in a while, I, I read again through, you know, lists like this. Just, just Google on the internet, you find hundreds of these kind of articles. But it's good to sometimes pay some attention to it. And it's um, it makes um, yeah it, it 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 makes your life better with with very small changes uh, that you can make. So that's it. I think I've been talking like how how long is this? This is forty minutes or something. Okay, this I was planning to do it in five minutes. I spoke way too long. Um, if there are not any comments, if there are not any questions, uh, I would like to stop here. If you have questions later on, you can always contact me. If you want some sources to read about this, I can I can give you some right sources. Um, I might write about it again. I recently wrote about this. Um, I have also a podcast planned uh, with uh, Nancy Guest, who is, um, uh, will be uh, uh, talking about nutrition, uh, but that's only in a couple of weeks from now. I'm not really sure where, where the date is, but by the time I'll announce that, um, she has a PhD in, in this kind of uh, stuff, so she's the real expert. Um, so check with her uh, what is uh, what is really needed. Um, I will be back here, well, who knows, maybe tomorrow evening with another subject. I don't know yet what. I'll be back certainly on Monday with the Green Living Mob podcast. I will also uh, be back on uh, Wednesday... Uh, morning at I'm trying to find it now in my calendar calendar my agenda uh, I think that is at 11 o'clock if I'm not mistaken give me a second yes uh, at 11 o'clock and I will be back here on Thursday at 3 o'clock 
So um, please, uh, please join again. And um, uh, comments are also uh, always welcome as well. Thanks very much and hope to see you again soon. Bye bye.